0: Nevada From KVMR Nevada City, City. And in partnership with,
1: in partnership with Freed.
0: Welcome to Disability,
1: Welcome to disability Rap.
0: I'm Carl, I'm
1: Carl Sigmund.
0: And I'm here with. Carly
1: and I'm here with Carly Pacheco.
0: Who is our new executive director
1: here at Freed.
0: Carly. Welcome to Disability, Carly, welcome
1: to Disability Rap.
0: It's great. To have
2: you
1: it's great to have you co-hosting show. the show.
2: thanks so much, Carl. It's great to be here for this exciting episode. well today,
1: well, today
0: We bring you highlights of a virtual,
1: we bring you highlights of a virtual conference um on aging and disability, Freed hosted jointly
0: with our local agency on, local
1: agency on aging
0: area 4, area four on July eighth. On each year, we host the Our Community
1: an Aging and Disability Conference.
0: And at this year's conference, and at this
1: year's conference
0: we focus on local impact.
1: We focused on local implementation of California Governor Gavin Newsom's master plan for aging. The administration released on January 6, 2021.
2: The Master Plan for Aging, or MPA, was the culmination of over a year of community listening sessions and input by aging and disability advocates from across the state. Now is the time for local communities to take the five bold goals set forth in the MPA and implement them for ourselves. Our conference was intended to jumpstart this local implementation effort in Nevada, Placer, Yuba, and Sutter counties.
0: At our conference on July 8th,
1: we heard from local elected officials.
0: From the
1: Representatives from the California Departments of Rehabilitation and Aging,
0: and a representative from the California
1: AARP.
0: Breakout sessions.
1: We also have breakout sessions county
0: by county. For and to, start to plan local for,
1: for community members and leaders to start to plan local master plan for aging implementation efforts. We are going to play some highlights from the conference, from the
0: conference for you today. The
1: entire conference was recorded.
0: And those recordings, as well as transcripts and slideshow,
1: and as well as transcripts and slideshow presentations,
0: are
1: are available at free.org
2: we're going to begin with amanda lawrence project director of the master plan for aging at the california department of aging talking about how the master plan for aging came about and then going through the five bold goals of the mpa
3: so a quick introduction into why the governor determined that we needed a master plan for aging because as i know local advocates and state advocates have been calling for this plan for years and years. And so we could no longer ignore that aging is changing and it's changing California and it impacts all of us. So, um, you know, back in 2019, California had the longest or second longest life expectancy in the country. Um, Unfortunately due to COVID-19, we are gonna see a dip in that life expectancy. um, And unfortunately it has disproportionately impacted, um, particularly Black and Latino communities. That's yet another reminder that we have to do better in ensuring that California has equitable access to health care, um, quality health care, housing, economic security, safety, and information. Um, you'll see throughout the master plan that equity is a core component of what we've done here. We've woven it through the plan, but we've also called it out in a specific goal, that third goal of the five goals. Um, so if aging is changing, we know that we have to change how we think about aging and the master plan is meant to be transformative. It's not meant to be a patchwork of solutions and approaches. It's really a call for all sectors of society to recognize that we need to do better and that our goal is not just to add years to life, but also life into those years. We want everyone to be able to thrive into and enjoy their golden years in our golden state. So by 2030, we know that older adults, I'm sorry, by 2030, there will be more Californians age 60 or over than those aged zero to 18. And then by 2060, that 60 plus crowd will comprise nearly one third of the population at almost 14 million residents. So our existing society was built on very outdated demographic breakdowns and assumptions and stereotypes about later life. And there's an obvious need to rethink and redesign our systems. As I said, um, equity is at the core of the master plan for aging. We really want to fight ableism, sexism, and ageism at that systemic level um, through these very intentional solutions. We also um, created an equity work group now called the Equity and Aging Advisory Committee who is overseeing some of the um, or at least advising on activities of the Master Plan for Aging, as well as the California Department of Aging's activities. And very important to point out that California's older adult population is more diverse than ever before. So by 2030, white non-Hispanic older adults will no longer represent the majority of older adults in California, and will represent just one-quarter of the population in 2060. So it's really important here, uh, we recognize that we need to ensure that we have culturally responsive programs and policies and legislation um, to really address disparities in aging and ensure that we're providing comfortable, productive care um, and policies for all Californians. So, as you know, we have five bold goals in the master plan for aging, I'm sure you'll talk about those today, Um, I want to emphasize that this plan is for not just older adults and adults with disabilities, but their friends, families, neighbors, coworkers, caregivers, really anybody who's ever going to age. So it's all of us, Um, and it's not just so the initiatives focused at that state level work and um, the commitments made by the governor's cabinet. But as you know, it's a blueprint. So really the goals and the strategies are where local communities can use, um, that's what they can use to drive uh, action on the ground and where you can identify what fits best for your own community. Um, so you can advance um, change to improve the lives of older adults and, older and dis- people with disabilities in your um, communities and systems. So I'll briefly go through a few of these, uh, all of the goals, but um, I know you've had time to dig into them. So you know goal one is housing for all ages and stages. Um, We want to ensure that everyone has the ability to um, live where they choose as we age and in communities that are age, disability and dementia friendly, as well as climate and disaster ready. And this goal area is much like um, more in line with AARP's livable communities. So we have more than housing in here, we have transportation needs to be accessible and get people to exactly where they need to go point A, B, C, D, without taking two hours to get them there. We want to ensure that parks um, and outdoor recreation spaces and community spaces are really accessible for everybody. And it'd be great if they could be intergenerational as well. Um, We really want to ensure that people and communities are prepared for emergencies. We already have seen significant wildfires this year. And unfortunately, older adults and people with disabilities are the most negatively impacted by um, um, emergencies. So, um, we want to be able to create technologies and partnerships to really um, ensure that everyone is prepared and safe during these unfortunate events and climate friendly aging. I feel like creating communities that are green and eco friendly, which is a hot topic, is also a way to make things accessible and age-friendly. It's smart planning just from the get-go. Let's plan our communities so that they're really are designed for everybody. So goal two, health reimagined. We want to ensure that everyone has access to the services that we need so that we can live at home in our communities and to optimize our health and quality of life. Um, In here, we have strategies associated with um, home and community-based services, bridging healthcare with home. Housing is health, health is housing. Um, Housing was the number one thing we heard about during the Master Plan for Aging. So really, it's actually threaded through this entire plan. It's not just in goal one, but it's really important that we have those long-term supports and services available to people who want to remain in community. And we'll see um, the home and community-based spending plan proposals finalized in the next few months. So you can see that the state is taking this seriously. There's definitely going to be major investments in improving LTSS. Um, We've also joined the long-term care insurance task force by we, I mean the California Department of Aging. That group is currently developing Proposals for long-term care insurance, and our equity work group that I just mentioned is conducting an equity review of the design and workflows proposed thus far. So that's very exciting. Um, we'll also see in- initiatives in this goal area related to health insurance counseling, which we have budget investments identified for, um, ensuring that older adult behavioral health is considered by the behavioral task force and beyond. And Department of Aging recently joined the Behavioral Task Force, I think for the first time, Um, so that's exciting. We know that there's a lot of gaps in services for older adult mental and behavioral health that we would really like to remedy. Other things in here, of course, is nursing home innovation um, and dementia care, advancing research and uh, improving diagnoses and care. And a lot of funding in this budget and in the master plan is targeting communities of color that are disproportionately impacted by dementia and Alzheimer's, particularly women. So goal three, equity and inclusion, not isolation. Here we really wanna emphasize that people have lifelong opportunities to work and volunteer and really just be engaged in society. Um, Opportunities for leadership. And then we've also included in here protection from discrimination, abuse, neglect, and exploitation. Um, Most of these strategies and the initiatives therein are led by California Health and Human Services Agency, particularly the Department of Aging. Yeah, you may have seen that Department of Aging hosted nine um, webinars on ensuring equity in aging, fantastic resource for area agencies on aging, have a really strong turnout for those amongst aging and public health fields. Closing the digital divide is a huge component of um, inclusion and equity. And uh, we've seen significant proposals and in the final budget we see significant investment in closing that digital divide, expanding broadband access across California. And with that, actually there's $17 million in the older Americans recovery and resiliency portion of the budget that is for the distribution of devices and to launch a digital literacy training partnership with older adults. Um, So we know people just don't need internet, they need the actual devices and then they need um, actual digital literacy to use those devices so that they may um, communicate with family, friends, and also with healthcare providers. Goal four is caregiving that works. So we want everyone to be prepared for and supported through the rewards and challenges of caring for aging loved ones. So we really are talking high quality caregiving jobs in this goal area, as well as strong support for family and friends caregiving. Um, In this year's budget, we do have almost 3 million set aside for family caregiving program, which will provide supportive services to unpaid family caregivers of older adults and grandparents or other older relatives. Um, And We also have the labor and workforce development agency engaging with key stakeholders towards the goal of convening a direct care workforce solutions table. This group will identify short and long-term opportunities to improve direct care work and address the direct care workforce shortage. They're also going to draft an innovative roadmap, um, centering um, high road training models and building infrastructure um, to go ahead and develop this pilot to policy pipeline to support a sustainable care workforce in California. We are like 600,000 caregivers short in this state. So we really wanna make sure that we're building a true career path, with certification behind it with the opportunity for people to grow. People love being caregivers, but they needed to be treated with respect. Um, It is a truly, it is a high skilled job and it needs to be paid and treated as such. Um, And virtual care expansion, um, additionally important it's that, easier, most often for many people and more appropriate, to be able to have that virtual care support, particularly in rural communities. So we'd like that to be as available as needed for older adults across California and people with disabilities. And then goal five, affording aging. Um, It's tough to do in this state. We live in such an expensive state with a housing crisis. Um, Older adults, um, 50 and over who are renters are at the highest risk of becoming homeless in this state. So we have a lot of initiatives in here related to ending homelessness for older adults, significant investments in the budgets this year related to um, assisting and finding housing for those who are unhoused at the moment. We're building on Project Room Key and Project Home Key. Um, We also, let's see, saw over 20 million one time and then 20 million ongoing funding for home-delivered and community-centered meals because nutrition, is really important um, aspect of this goal area, ensuring that older adults and people with disabilities are nourished um, as they age in their homes. And then um, we also have in here s- several strategies or initiatives related to income security as we age. Um, so we'd like to bring the older adult basic income, that SSI SSP, and the California or the cash assistance program for immigrants up to meet the Elder Economic Index and federal poverty level to really ensure that older adults have enough um, money every month to, to not just get by, but to actually be comfortable and healthy.
2: That was Amanda Lawrence, Project Director of the Master Plan for Aging at the California Department of Aging, presenting at our community, an Aging and Disability Conference FREED held virtually on July 8th. Next, we're going to hear from Jan Arbuckle, the vice mayor of the city of Grass Valley, discussing her time on the Master Plan on Aging Stakeholder Task Force.
4: Thank you so much for for the invitation. Um, It is my pleasure to have um, been selected to be on the Master Plan for Aging as the only city elected official on the entire task force. I sat amongst people who were amazing Experts in their fields, and it it I have to say, the first day I walked in, I looked around the table, saw everybody's nameplate, and thought, "Why am I here?" You know, I, I don't I'm not a Ph.D. Aging is not my forte, but as we progressed, I realized, you, in order to make all of these wonderful things happen that they came out with our with our goals and the playbook, you have to engage your local elected officials in order to have that happen. And so finally I realized why I was there. And plus I'm a big proponent and champion for our rural communities. Uh, I was asked is how did we get here? You know, as, the, as a member of the Master Plan on Aging, how did we get to our, our goals? How did we get, how did the playbook happen? And it happened through a lot of very intentional conversation. And again, I say that um, there were, the people who comprised that task force were experts in their fields from up and down the state of California and representative from everyone in the aging and disability um, communities. And I have to say that for me, having Anna Acton as being not only local to Nevada County, but as someone that I can talk to and get a little better perspective on, how aging and disability communities actually are, are very tied in together. And why do I say that? Um, because at any given point in our lives, we will all have some type of a disability, whether it be a permanent disability or whether it will be um, just something temporarily. But we need to understand and have our communities developed and, out and laid out so that We can all transition and go and be able to to live our lives in our in the communities of our choice Um, so part of the thing is housing how do we do that how do you engage your local officials in in housing you attend city council meetings you attend planning commission meetings and see that the developments that they are that they are they're projecting do they allow for um maybe down the road the opportunity to uh, maybe lay out their their floor plans a little differently so that they can accommodate a wheelchair, for example, or um, ramps or things that are not built so high. And so those are all things that you can have an, an input in. So we need to engage with our local officials. And that's one of the very first things that the playbook says is to engage them. And and that's one of the ways that you can do that. and and um, have a say. transportation is another one. that transportation is actually one of the key things that we talked about um, during the during our planning sessions through at the master plan for Aging is how do we get as we age, how do we encourage um, seniors and people with disabilities? how do we encourage them and make it accessible and amenable for them to actually, to the grocery store by themselves or be picked up in nevada county we um i serve on the transportation transit transit commission uh i we also we are our transportation has a what they call the golden ticket which i i love i absolutely love this idea anyone 80 and older can get a, a lifetime pass to um to travel anywhere that our buses, our transportation goes to, which I think is a a great incentive to get people out of their homes and get them socially connected, because that's, and I think that during COVID, I think we've seen this, um, the isolation, especially of our seniors and our um, people with disabilities experience on such a great degree, uh, because people, basically people forgot that, oh my gosh, seniors are one of our most um, vulnerable populations. Maybe we may need to go check on the lady three down, three stores down the road. So I think that COVID, at, coming out of COVID, I always love to look for a silver lining. I think that one of the things is, as we become more aware of the people around us and the necessity for keeping that, that contact.
2: That was Jan Arbuckle, the Vice Mayor of the City of Grass Valley at Our Community and Aging and Disability Conference on July 8th. Next up is a voice many of our listeners will recognize, Anna Acton, longtime Executive Director of FREED and host of this program, who is now the Deputy Director of the Independent Living and Community Access Division at the California Department of Rehabilitation. Anna joined us to talk about how local aging and disability resource connections or ADRCs, such as what we have here in Nevada County, are
5: integral to the success of the Master Plan for Aging in California. So you have been, um, you know, here at the conference, you've heard um, about the Master Plan on Aging, right, and the five bold goals, as well as a perspective from Jan Arbuckle on, you know, the Master Plan... Plan uh, for aging and how it relates to both urban and rural communities. Um, You also, uh, so we want to take this conversation kind of to the next level um, and really dig into um, some considerations, right, for what this means for our community and how do we advance the master plan on aging. Um, So today at this part, we'll be talking about the Aging and Disability Resource Connection Model and how that might advance the Master Plan on Aging. So with the five bold ideas, right, for the Master Plan on Aging that you heard about earlier, Um, Goal three is related to inclusion and equity and not isolation, and as part of that initiative there are some great strategies outlined from digital divide opportunities for work volunteering and engaging with multiple um, across um, generations, Uh, but also within that goal is a strategy related to California leadership and aging. And this is strategy F. And there is initiative 98, which says uh, build out a no wrong door, one door statewide for public information and assistance on aging, disability, and dementia The upgraded web portal, statewide network of local ADRCs with shared trainings, tools, and technology and continually improving cultural competency and language access. So right, all the magic really works on this local level. This is where we can ensure that the needs of people with disabilities, older, Adults are met. One of the biggest frustrations that we hear from community members whether they've had a child born with a disability or they acquire a disability or they're aging into disability or aging into not being able to do things that they once could, where do you go for information? You don't, you, you don't know where to go until you've been in a position right where you need to uh, reach out and figure out what's out there. Often people know where they need support and help but often have a difficult time knowing where to go and how to navigate the various silos and systems um, and, and figuring out what is available in their local community to meet their individual needs. That was Anna
2: Acton, former executive director of FREED and host of this program, now with the California Department of Rehabilitation. You've been listening to excerpts from our community and Aging and Disability Conference FREED hosted with the Agency on Aging Area 4 on July 8th. You can watch the recordings of the whole conference or read the transcripts on our website, freed.org. And that does it for the show. Special thanks to all of our presenters at the Our Community and Aging and Disability Conference and to our partners at the Agency on Aging, Area 4, who helped produce this event. If you're interested in getting involved in local Master Plan for Aging implementation efforts, you can call FREED at 530-477-3333. This show was produced by Carl Sigmund. To listen to this show again, go to our website, freed.org slash disabilitywrap, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carly Pacheco with Carl Sigmund for another edition of Disability Wrap.